You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. Hello, Internet, and welcome to Tadpog Nights. Tad, no, it's the, it's Shit. normal for everyone else. It's normal for everyone else. Not but for us. In our world, it's Tadpog Nights. In our world, we recorded two Call of Cthulhu Patreon sessions. Yes. I went to a Christmas party. That I didn't get to go to because my yes. sitter fell through. <laughs> and I imagine Nicole's mad at me, but I called and tried to explain myself. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say that anybody's mad. I mean, there was eye rolling for sure, but I don't think he was mad. <laughs> well, I, I tried. I found setters for all the other kids, and then my other setter fell through. Yeah. So I called and was like, Are there any other kids at this party? No. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm not coming then. <laughs> Yep. So here on Tadpog Night. Here we are, Tadpog Night. If you listen to this in the morning, stop. Yeah, wait till night. (laughs) Delete this, then download it again at night. Nighttime is the right time to listen to Tadpog. But if you're listening to this at like twelve when it in twelve midnight when it comes out, then you're probably good. All right, you're good. It's Tadpog Night still. Yeah, so yeah, like Dave said, we recorded all day, yeah, Christmas party, and then now this, because it's been a fucking super busy week, mm-hmm. so for uh-huh. us to be able to record it and to bring on our most beloved sandwich pope, Phil Hawkins, it had to be Greetings. now. Hey, Phil. I have been to two high school basketball games, and now I am bourbon blasted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to try uh, this rad red Monster Max mm, Zero Sugar that Tyler brought back for me because uh, he got himself some sleep medicine, mm-hmm. and I replied back, please get me something to stay awake because <laughs> yep. I am ready for bed. Because yeah, I wasn't going to worry about it. Then it's like, hey, come into work tomorrow. All right. All right. I guess I got to get a bunch of sleep stuff. This is rad. This red is definitely rad. Radically bad. That, <laughs> it's not that ties into today's episode, which is great. Yeah, you're right. It's which, a very nineties game. Ghoul Patrol. I'm talking about Ghoul Patrol. The randomizer has bestowed upon us mm-hmm. randomly yeah. Ghoul Patrol, which two Phil Hawkins joints back to back. I know. Mm-hmm. Let's see what the randomizer chooses at the end of this episode. <laughs> yep. Oh, I fully expect it to pick another game that I have. Bassin's Black Bass. <laughs> Will it be the Lord of the it Rings? It wants to test my marriage. <laughs> to take another yeah. night off away from the family. <laughs> You like the show this much? Let's see how much you like the show. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is your test. <laughs> and it's it's, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be one that I want to be on, like, King of the Dragons or Rampart mm. or the Black Bass game. It's going to be – it's not going to be, like, Wizard of Oz or something like that or Eye of the Beholder. Dude, I can't wait to talk to you about Bassin's Black Bass because it's like <laughs> that's a game that I actually need to talk to you about before we record an episode on because it's like I have tried to play that game 
cannot, oh, really? I cannot, <laughs> yes, I cannot figure it out. I can't figure it out. I do not even know how to fish. Like I do not know what to do. And then it's like, I've, tr- I tried all of them. I've tried all of the bass fishing games on the super Nintendo because it's like, Phil likes these. I wonder what's up with them. And I checked them all out three and, um, I don't know how to do any of them. So. I've been fishing on a Josh. video game though. You've been fishing. Time Lord Josh Edwards likes likes these ones as well. Ooh. So he's if, if I can't make it, he's a <laughs> suitable substitute. No, you have to make it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I mean, look, I love Josh, but if you tell me these are the games I want to be on, then I mean, you got to be. Our patrons doing okay, so we'll pay half the alimony you pay to Bulbasaur. <laughs> Sweet, <laughs> it's not doing that good. <laughs> it's not alimony good. <laughs> <laughs> so. uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ghoul Patrol, which is the the sequel, the little known sequel, because honestly, Ghoul Patrol, I think it's a super shitty title. <laughs> uh-huh. I think it's really dumb. It's really dumb and it's really shitty. Like the name. The name. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The name. Why not Zombies Ate My Neighbors too? Yeah, get some name recognition in there. I think I I heard of that way before I ever even saw what the game looked like Zombies Ate My Neighbors. It fucking stands out. Yeah. yeah I mean, do you want to get into it? Yeah. Well. Uh, Okay, well, let me tell a story first. All right. All right, I'm your bearded host, Tyler. I'm your bearded host, Tyler. And uh, I'm drinking this beer here, but my my mother asked me, like, okay, so what do the girls want for Christmas? I know where this story is going, I think. (laughs) I think I might have heard this story at the Christmas party I was just at. (laughs) So um, she asked me for ideas, and we're we're going back and forth about it, and she mentions getting uh, Artsy AJ a Yeti cup. Yeah. This is a story I heard. And I was like, okay, all right. So I'm interested to see what your perspective is. Except Perfect. You probably have my mother's perspective. <laughs> uh, I've heard it probably from your mother's perspective. I don't know that I share that perspective. <laughs> so um, I was like, they reminded me, oh, weeks ago, Arts AJ was like, oh, yeah, I want to like some kind of cup um, with uh, your boy. <laughs> On it, because Bliss was like, "You don't want your name?" No, no, no. That'd be—I think that'd be awesome to have like your boy. Whose cup is that? It's your boy's. Says, oh, yeah, that sounds great. I want that. So I remembered that. I was like, "Okay, put your boy on it." And I put Y A B O I. Yeah, your boy. Your boy. Uh, Mom was like, "What's that mean?" Right. I was like, "I guess it's sort of like like saying me, you know, like me or mine. It's just like." It's how, the, it's how the kids do. Did you show her like a bunch of YouTube videos and they open it up? It's your boy. <laughs> I should have. Um, so she's like, that's how you spell it? I was like, yeah, it's just the internet thing. Like the generation likes to misspell shit. I don't know. It's not just your boy like that. <laughs> the generation likes to misspell shit. I love Tyler Holland, 2019. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Those linksters, they think, it's, they think it's funny to misspell stuff. <laughs> so um, They don't use alternating caps or anything. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> so it, there's a big gap of time, um, and I asked mom about it. She's like, I'm not going to do that because it means lesbian. <laughs> and I was like, no, it it doesn't mean lesbian. She's like, have you looked it up? Google B-O-I. <laughs> so then I Google, I just Google your boy and then show her the Urban Dictionary. Yeah. So then she comes back with me. What did it say on Urban Dictionary? Like, it was spelled B-O-Y as opposed to B-O-I, uh-huh. but it was what I said it was. Yeah. And so I sent her that screenshot. She sends me a screenshot <laughs> of Wikipedia, B-O-I being slang for gay and lesbian, meaning um, an effeminate man or a masculine girl lesbian. My mom was like, I'm not doing that. I don't, I don't like that. I'm not putting lesbian on her cup. I was like... <laughs> 
Okay, fine. Put B-O-Y then if it bothers you that much. So then I tell Melissa that. Melissa's like, no, that ruins the whole point. Yeah, it does definitely uh, ruin it for like sure. Like it has to be B-O-I. So I went back to mom again. Okay, I, I, I asked Brainy Jr. And she thought it was funny. But no, I'm right. It's okay. Please do B-O-I. And she has not responded to me about it. I asked again. She didn't say anything. Like, she does not want to do this. She is convinced, like, I don't know if it's either either Arts AJ doesn't know and it'll make her look like a lesbian or she's covertly trying to say she's a lesbian. When either way, my mother is not going to be a part of it. Look, look, I don't know if you know how it works, but if you drink from the lesbian cup, <laughs> I mean... Look, the fifth Indiana Jones movie. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Whose who's cup is that? Oh, the lesbianism cup. <laughs> oh, you boys? <laughs> that said, have you been to the subreddit, our boys, B-O-I-S? No. It is, it is a, a subreddit for um, NSF, NSFW androgynous women, like, like Lori Petty type. So your mom might be on this. Has, has, has a leg to stand on, you think? A little bit. She's not completely misled by the internet. But what's wrong with putting it on a cup? Absolutely nothing. I guess that's, <laughs> I guess that's my big question. What, what, what's the perspective you have heard from my, mo- from my mother's <laughs> side? Uh, that quote, I don't know if I, I, don't know if I want to say this, <laughs> but quote, I don't want anything. I laughed my ass off. <laughs> I don't, she said that I don't want any, I don't want to put anything in the cup that is, LGTB. <laughs> and I was like, are those like lesbians and gays with tuberculosis? <laughs> like, what? what is that? Lesbian, gay, tuberculosis. I think it's lettuce, bacon, guacamole, and tomato. <laughs> <laughs> but I essentially heard the same. I, I heard the, uh-huh. same, the same story. Um, the only thing that I heard that was different was that Melissa would not want that on the cup. So that's the only thing that I heard no, differently. No. Melissa, yeah, Melissa was fine. Your mom's under the impression that that Melissa would not want that on the cup. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, also, I'm not sure how old Artsy AJ is, and I'm not sure if you want to disclose that information, but what child wants a thermal cup for a Christmas gift? Oh, she loves cups. Yeah, I think she loves cups and mugs of all kinds. She always wants to be drinking out of like a cool-looking cup. It's just this is her thing. Does she drink hot beverages? Anything. Water. I hate it when she drinks milk out of them because they're so fucking hard to clean. But like she has ca- uh, yeah. cactus mugs and all. I mean, all sorts of shit that she likes. What about? Um, I, I've never drank out of a. I'm poor, so I've never drank out of a Yeti cup. <laughs> um, you can't are, drink out of a hundred dollar cup, Dave. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I've I've tried. Every time I've gone to the Yeti store, they're like, "Sir, could you please leave?" Um, are they metal? Yeah. So it's like not an orange juice I mean, cup. The ones you get at, at Walmart are just as good as the Yetis, the, yeah. the Ozark Hills or whatever. Okay. Like I, exactly the same. Yeah, I have one of those <laughs> yeah, yeah. because, uh, no like difference. I said, no difference at all. can't afford the Yetis. <laughs> Great value cups. Like this this Igloo cooler I have down here that I bought for 30 bucks. Yeah. It's as good as the Yeti $200 cooler that's half the size. But it doesn't have a logo on it. That's that true. Yeti. It's true. Uh, I, I don't like those cups because it's like... Uh, Anytime I want to drink orange juice, it's like I'm drinking a battery. <laughs> 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 so, 
Well, that's, uh, that's my story for the week. All right. Well, <laughs> all right. Well, we recorded like four days ago, so not much has happened for all right. me. All I wanted to say to my mom, I just really just want to reply, okay, boomer, and then just stop the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but then nobody gets any cups. Yes. So. <laughs> In the four days since we last recorded, we have had a monumental um, happening in the Willamette Valley, and that is the second In-N-Out chain to open up in the state of Oregon, which has absolutely shuttered the city of Kaiser, which is like the Shelbyville to Salem. (laughs) (laughs) Have you been yet? So they are better than you now. (laughs) (laughs) I've not been. Um, They did hire off-duty police officers to police the line of cars that were lined up in the um, minor league baseball stadiums parking lot. I'm sorry. Did you say you got an in and out or a Popeye's chicken? (laughs) (laughs) We have Popeye's chicken up here and no one gives a shit. Absolutely. Mm. No one cares about Popeye's chicken. I mean, no one gave a shit about them until those fucking sandwiches. I feel like even here. I really? Mean, okay, so it's not just a regional thing? No, I mean, I, I've always liked Popeye's chicken, but like... They're, they're in the area right there. I've seen them around. They're they're not a huge deal. I never hear anybody like, man, I can't wait to get some Popeye's. Yeah. Until the chicken sandwich. Right. So in terms of burger chains, where would you where would you classify them? Are they like a Burger King to Chick-fil-A's McDonald's, or are they somewhere below I'd that? say they're below that. They're below Burger King? Like if we're doing like a burger if, to if chicken looking, parallel? If we're looking, yeah, if we're doing burger to chicken Dude, parallel. Burger King... Like, Ain't all that like? I feel like Burger King. Every, people really like have a passion for Burger King. I know what? our, I like our King. wives both prefer Burger King. Well, so but we settle on Wendy's, and that's fine. <laughs> I want Hardee's. <laughs> she wants Burger King. We get Wendy's. Everyone's miserable. <laughs> yeah, Nikki mm. likes Burger King. The, here's my here's my deal with Burger King. Bring back the crinkle fries. What are you doing with these shitty fries? Yeah, I don't want your yeah, shitty yeah. fries. Your burgers are great. Your chicken's okay. Your chicken fries, man, I was on that train hard for a long time. And then all of a sudden mm. it was like, this is just batter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. What's, what sucks is that I've, in my 30s, I have become a slave to the dollar menus. And Burger King has the worst dollar menu of like any fast food restaurant. They do that have a bad true. dollar menu, yeah. I have it never is. had a worse chicken nugget than the, <laughs> than the Burger King nugget from the dollar There's menu. There's a reason oh. you can buy 10 of them for, or 15 of them for a dollar. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck, they're bad. It's it's like, you go to Wendy's and it's like five for a dollar and you'll go to Burger King. It's like, wh- why are these so much more expensive? And it's like, you eat them and it's like, oh, okay, yeah. This is, this is cardboard wrapped in wet newspaper. It, it is like, it is very much. I ate it. I was like, this tastes like just fried cardboard. It was like the D and D item, the Merlin spoon, <laughs> yeah. where it was like, this is what the Merlin spoon would inject into your mouth. It's Unlimited just, liquefied cardboard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Burger King yeah. is like one of those things where it is like the, re- the honestly the big reason I don't like Burger King is like there's one thing on the menu that I can order that is within yeah. my calorie budget. And it's like, I feel like Wendy's has so many more options where it's like, if I want to stay under a certain amount, I can do it. Hardee's too. The reason I like Hardee's so much is because it's like, I can just roll up there and be like, just give me a big thing of 
chicken. Just put a bunch of chicken <laughs> in a container and give it to me. I don't want any fries. I don't uh, want any sauce. Just give me chicken because their chicken's good. Hardy's is the best tendies. Hardy's has the, the best, best tendies. Big gulp full of chicken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just grind it up and just throw it in there. <laughs> Here's an old loafer filled with chicken. <laughs> yeah. welcome, chicken. welcome to Hardy's, you asshole. <laughs> you know, we're Carl's Jr. in the West. <laughs> uh, where would I, how would I, what would the parallel be for Popeyes? Probably rallies or checkers. Yeah. I, I don't know pre, what either pre of those things the are. chicken sandwich. You could have yeah. made those up whole cloth. <laughs> what? Um, I would prob- never do that. Oh, man. Probably rallies. Probably chicklins or uh, Franklin's. <laughs> Frinklefoots. Because <laughs> fuck it, man. I do fucking hate rallies. Rallies is disgusting. Dude, I want to like rallies oh. so much because I loved rallies as a kid. We yeah. had a rallies, I think, when, uh, and when I lived in Florida, we had one. I loved it. But like as an adult, that is just like a straight up ticket to Diarrhea Town every fucking time. Yeah. Every yeah. time, man. And it's like, it's good going in, but even like, even as it's going in, it's like, oh yeah, this is going to give me diarrhea real bad. <laughs> like real bad. So in, in Murray, the last time I went to a rallies was in Murray. We're taking the girls to see a movie. And the gas station where our former hobo roommate mm. got fired from, that of course has been torn down and there is now a rallies in that spot. I heard that. I haven't been there since yeah. it's been built. But yeah, I heard so that. we we were having to get to this movie really quickly. Everywhere is packed. Taco John, Subway, everything has a line around the block. Because I guess school is just let back in, so everything's packed out. Where can we go? We look over rallies. Empty. Yeah. Fucking empty. Okay, well, let's go to rallies. We'll get some food and then shove that in our mouths and go see the movie. Sir, would you like to order from our diarrhea menu? I should have just been hungry. <laughs> I should have just been. I'll wait till I get home and eat saltines. Like, yeah. It was, fuck, it was so, so bad. Man, I like some saltines. Not gonna lie, saltines and some peanut butter. There's a See, saltines and, and and American cheese. Ugh, I'm not all about I'm not, that. I'm not big on peanut butter. Peanut butter, love that peanut butter yeah. and crackers. Yeah, that's you, a Dave you can lunch. Do better than American cheese. I mean, I I, well, I don't know. I don't know. I, I got a lot of kids, Phil. I gotta have American cheese. <laughs> Orange squares. Orange squares. <laughs> what about you? What What is your What is your uh, hobo snack, Phil? Oh, it's it's definitely the two tacos from Jack in the Box. Like, if that is the most okay. shameful fast food item that I'll order on the reg, then it's it's that. And I'm not proud of it, but it is like it's like sixty cents for just this shitty dude greasy fried taco. Jack in the Box tacos are good, man. I know they're not it's, good, but they are good. Bizarre. Like where like where else in your life do you eat just absolute garbage and be okay with not only doing it but, but <laughs> doing it on a regular basis i enjoy them man i like that little like that slice of cheese they put in there where it's like i, I can't even i can't even tell like oh, the, the flavor is just this amalgam <laughs> of warm mush yeah there's no shredded yeah, cheese in there it's a slice of cheese that's, that's a that's a my mother's taco like <laughs> yeah. my mom like i'm not buying separate cheese i'm definitely One not putting your boy for all on a cup. cheese purposes <laughs> no boy no your boy in a cup and everyone gets the same cheese look it folds and it fits in the fried taco shell there you're fine <laughs> i'm running this campaign on two platforms Slice cheese only on tacos, <laughs> and definitely never ever your boy on a cup. 
Mom, can we have a hot dog bun? No, white bread will do. It folds around the hot God, dog, you're fine. I hated that shit so fucking much as a kid. Like, that was just like a day ruiner. Where Would it's you like, guys get that regularly or just as a last resort? What, the the white bread around the hot dog? Yeah. That's all I ever had. Really? Really. Oh, yeah, but I'm never, never bought buns. No ever. buns ever? I didn't have... I. And honestly, I didn't consistently buy buns until Melissa and I got married. Now I buy buns. Wow. <laughs> Man, I love a bun. Yeah. yeah, it would yeah. it would always be such a bummer as a kid where it was like, all right, I'm getting a hot dog, that's great. Ah, oh, we're out of buns. Let me just let me just wrap this wet hot dog <laughs> in a white sponge and you can oh, shove it down your oh, gut. I can I had a ketchup barrier because it was white bread, piece of American cheese. <laughs> Ketchup, hot dog, fold. That's awful. That is that America. is awful. I'm surprised. I'm surprised the state didn't step in. <laughs> if you're completely out of bread, then you just got to put the thing in a tortilla that you have. I think I might prefer That's right. that. That's all right. Because <laughs> then you get a tortilla. You put a little chili on that tortilla. Put the hot dog on there. Oh, and some cheese. A fancy up. motherfucker with chili. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of times, what I would do is I would cut the hot dog in half and then split those yeah. halves down the middle and then sort of have a hot dog sandwich. Oh, uh-huh. okay, yeah. So there you go. I'm gonna trick like myself into thinking this is okay. <laughs> What'd you say, Phil? So like half hot dog spears, like big long pickle spears. Well, I would cut them. I cut them in half. Um, so they were in half in the middle, and then turn those ends on their sides and split those in half. So they'd all lay four flat. So lengthwise, with, with yeah, lengthwise, I would, yeah. I would, yep. I would one hundred percent have hot dog sandwiches. Um, just like cut them in half and and lay them lay them lengthwise there like that. So so that wasn't that, is, that, that wasn't is, so bad. That is a a not universal but like national national thing. You know what I walked in and saw Kenna eating at my mom's house the other day? Kid oh, I'm cuisines. Not sure the answer. Kid oh, okay. cuisine. Kid, she loves. She fucking loves them. Does she like I've the polar bear cuisine. or the penguin? You never had a kid cuisine? No. Your window's over. Don't ever eat one. <laughs> <laughs> when they say kid cuisine, they mean it. <laughs> Man, it's not false advertising. I, you know what I love? I love? I love eating corn after peeling some plastic <laughs> off the top of it. <laughs> A hot, like, is it brownie? Is it pudding? It's somewhere in between. It's dessert. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's the the part of the plate that is your dessert. Is clearly, look, it lines up. That's dessert. It says it right on the box. Dessert. D apostrophe Z-E-R-T. Dessert. Oh, Man, kid cuisine, dude! I used to eat so oh, many of those fucking too. awful things. My my grandmother would save the boxes too, because I like the penguin and the <laughs> yes, polar bear. Of course. So they're just like, like college kids and pizza boxes. I just had like fucking towers <laughs> of kid cuisines. Yeah. Was there a reason you saved the boxes? Because I'm a weird <laughs> fucking weirdo. <laughs> okay. There wasn't like a prize if you turn in six boxes of kid cuisine. No, I guess I just your- liked them like. Just like my kids all collect, uh, have you seen Peace Tea? They all collect Peace Tea, the cans. So their rooms are just fucking full of these dollar tea cans. Man, one of... Your children are hoarders. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. I'm so glad you brought up Kid Cuisine because I rarely get to talk about this. And no one, like, even when I do, no one fucking gets it. But I know that you will. One of my favorite fucking, like, small-ass memes that I've ever seen is of 
Banjo Kazooie. Banjo's in bed. Kazooie's like on the fucking little Kazooie stand. Yeah. yeah. And Kazooie says, "Buy me kid cuisine," or I say the f word. And it's like, <laughs> like it's just like it is the best. <laughs> like if I could get that in shirt form, I would wear it. <laughs> Like that should be like their taunt in Smash Brothers. Like you press down, buy me quick cake cuisine. I say the F word. Press F to buy cake cuisine. <laughs> oh man! Because then I watch a YouTube channel of like an adult being like, "I used to love this shit all the time. I bought all the flavors. I'm gonna eat all of them." <laughs> and it's him just sitting at a kid's table in front of his microwave, just following the instructions exactly and then pulling him out and eating them and he eats everyone back to back Good to back. Luck. That man died. Oh, because he was like, this is so bad. <laughs> do you think they've gotten worse or do you think they've always been bad? I think they've always been they've bad. They've always been bad, right? They've always been bad. We were just dumb kids. Yeah. I like that polar yeah. bear and penguin. Yeah, they're very cute. They're very cute. <laughs> they definitely sold and that food. Kick was cashed in on some frozen stuff. Like... <laughs> Frozen the movie real hard. Oh, did real they? Real hard. Yeah. I'm sorry, you said frozen. Did you mean Elsa? Yeah, yeah. There you go. Elsa, <laughs> Elsa and like Elsa's like special frozen pudding, and it's like just a white version of the dessert <laughs> where you pour like blue Kool-Aid into it and stir it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good thing we're not dumb kids anymore, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> As I drink my rad, rad monster <laughs> energy bag. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll save the can. I like the logo. I'm going to collect these. <laughs> well, like, I, I haven't mentioned it in a long time, but I remember I always just wanted to have a collection as a kid. So it's like, of I'm anything, a, just of a anything, collection? Anything. It's more than a collection. Heads. So the, first, the first thing I said almost Hot like. Hot dogs cut widthwise <laughs> and lengthwise. The first thing I thought was like, all oh, these all have different faces. Squeeze it. <laughs> I'm going to collect squeeze it. So every squeeze it I drank, yeah. I would immediately go and throw under my bed. It was my collection. <laughs> and I had a fuck ton of them under my bed. My mom didn't know like where they all went. I didn't rinse them out first. So whenever she went down, that like scooped under my bed, it was just ants everywhere. Oh, no. You're collecting two things. It's like, Tom, you just my collection, Mom. <laughs> I dread the day where I find like, Things like that in Henry's room. Like, I really, really dread that. Like, the thing that uh, coworkers have always told me is, like, just wait until you find a cup of milk that they forgot somewhere. Like, that, <laughs> that's the fun one. Oh, man. So, a ghoul patrol? Ghoul so patrol. patrol. <laughs> you guys want to talk about ghoul patrol? Let's do it. Lots of kid cuisine and ghoul patrol. That's how you get your health back. <laughs> uh, do you guys hear that? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's it's frozen corn in the microwave for three minutes. <laughs> I thought it was El- Elsa threatening to say the f word, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which of course ushers in a segment that we like to call "Dave Reads from Wikipedia." Okay, guys, Ghoul Patrol is an overhead action video game produced by Lucas Arts for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System in 1994. It serves as a sequel to Zombies Ate My Neighbors. It was re-released digitally on the Wii Virtual Console in 2010. A Genesis version was under development, but was not released. So, uh, there we go. This is a very, very short Wikipedia entry, um, which 
is typically uh, indicative of a game that not a lot of people really give a shit about. Yep. Mm. And uh, I, I kind of get why. Kinda <laughs> yeah, get I why. agree. I also don't give a shit about this game. I will defend Ghoul Patrol. All right. I'll pick up the shield and I'll defend it. I don't feel like I feel like a public defendant where it's like <laughs> eh, Ghoul Patrol. I'd cut the heads off of all of those uh, meters, but look, I got a job to do, and that is defend Gold Patrol. <laughs> I haven't played the games that you guys have played. <laughs> I, you said, I haven't played Gold Patrol, <laughs> but I also hate it. But I don't like how the name rhymes. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but I have to imagine this is, despite my criticisms of it that we'll talk about, this has got to be better than 90% of what you guys have been gifted from the randomizer. Yes, that is. And, yeah. and that is in my notes where it's like, I think I, but I think this is a fun game question mark. And then I continue. Yeah. But it's also really hard what? to tell because the randomizer has really thrown us some very, very, <laughs> very shitty games. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if that's coloring my opinion or not. Cause like I said, it's, I don't think it's awful. I don't think it's a bad game. No, me neither. I just no, think no, it's no. it's not as good as Zombies Ate My Neighbors. It's so I I it's tough, man, because it is like this game, Ghoul Patrol does combat better than Zombies Ate My Neighbor did combat. Um like Yes. And I feel like that is why the game isn't as good as Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Okay. I All feel right. like they really focused on combat. And made combat like the main thing where it's like, yes, there was combat and zombies ate my neighbors. But at the heart of zombies ate my neighbors, I feel like it was really just running around as fast as you could to collect all the neighbors before they got murdered and to navigate mm-hmm. the maze. From somewhat like unsettling things, horror homages, as opposed to like... Just some sort of weird shit floating around. Yeah, like oh, you mean like the monster in Ghoul Patrol that is um, a living barrel of ooze that mm, yep. throws exploding chicken legs. At you? <laughs> yep. <laughs> or um, what Welk from Final Fantasy VI is outside on the sidewalks, and then yeah, <sighs> I believe those are racing snails. Yeah, from Neverending Story. <laughs> <laughs> or, yeah, or to it, borrow, borrow from five hundred episodes ago, um, opening a portal into the plane of skulls and just having it erupt <laughs> with like dozens and dozens of skulls that do not stop coming out no matter how many yes. you kill. And it's th- an infinite plane of skulls. I think that really points to the problem of Ghoul Patrol, and that is Ghoul Patrol has none of the style or visual appeal that Zombies Ate My Neighbors had, mm-hmm. in my opinion, because it's like, even like the main characters, Zeke and Julie, they're back in ghoul form. Not really. They're still humans. <laughs> but like they redesigned Zeke. They like – he's iconic with like bl- a huge blonde flat top. They're like, now nah, we're going to yeah. put a generic red hat over that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah let's let's uh, say kid and play and put hats on them. Yeah. It's, 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 <laughs> I don't know why they did that. Like – the only thing I can think of, and this has been, I've heard this theory posited online, and that theory is that originally this wasn't intended to be a true sequel to Zombies Ate My Neighbors. It was supposed to be something Zeke, else. They don't They don't look like each other. I mean, I, I, I just kind of assumed it was because they decided the characters had grown up more, and so Zeke is no longer 
11, he's now 16 and Julie is no longer, you know, 15. She's now 21 or whatever. So, but yeah, the, the character models don't look anything like they did in the first game. And they also like, um, another thing that I thought was really fun in zombies ate my neighbors is the crazy ass weapons, like, and like the improvised weapons that you would use like soda cans or grenades. And, Mm. um, you start out with squirt guns and you can take out zombies with squirt guns, but like in ghoul patrol, the weapons are for the most part weapons. Like you start and you, you get a shotgun. You get um, uh, some kind of bubble you get a crossbow launcher that like yeah, I got get some like kind of weapon that like bubbles. in an arc, yeah, that I thought was like very difficult. Yeah, to use. like a mortar, like you fire mortars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're right, oh. Phil. There is the bubble gun, which is kind of similar to like the alien ray gun that you would get in Zombies Ate My Neighbors, but not like really. Um, I'll, I'll be honest, I kind of like the weapons better. I, I it's it's like I'm familiar with what a machine gun and a ray gun do. I, I'm less familiar with what plates and silverware and soda pops do. Sure. Look, and I agree. And I look I also think that is just like that I feel like they just decided combat's gonna be better in this game. I think they looked at Zombies Ate My Neighbors and they were like, What was not great about this? And their answer was well, it is kind of hard to kill monsters, which it fucking is in Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Like, you have to be, like, like everything in Zombies Ate My Neighbors feels very, like, frantic and, like, yeah. loose, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, um, there are times where it's like I'm firing the water gun in a zombie, and it's like, well, it looks like I'm hitting it, but it's not doing any damage. And it's like, oh, I have to stand one pixel down. I have to move, like, one pixel down, and now all of a sudden I can hit the zombie. I, I would have enjoyed, like, keep shitty weaponry. They're kids. Right. Okay, add in jumping and sliding. Make your maneuver, make running from them. Give them, Give the kind of a scary element where you just have to evade them more. Yeah. Okay. I would have liked that one. Don't give me that and weaponry that is like not fitting, not fitting what it was. Yeah. And that's what's one cool about other. this game is, is they open up like that's the two new functions in the game. You can slide under things and you can jump, which you couldn't do in the other game. And the first level you are, you are put next year in a library and there's books flying off the shelves. And the only way you can get underneath them without getting hit is to slide. And that takes you to a section where there's a desk in the way. The only way to get over that desk is to jump. So it like the first level is kind of this. It's got some tutorial aspects to it to kind of get you familiar with these are the new mechanics of the game. And I liked I liked that. And actually, because because of the, those new mechanics where you're jumping and you're sliding, I treated this game, Dave, the way you treated the last game. I used this game as like jump and slide and run and avoid everything and just try and go through the levels as quickly as possible to pick up weapons and keys and items and rescue the neighbors and get the hell out of there. Sure. Yeah. I slid everywhere. Like, cause sliding is way faster than walking and you can run in this game. Um, mm. but you have oh, to, you have, it's awkward. You have to hold down the attack button. So yeah. It's, so every time you run, you waste ammo. Well, you at least you you waste uh, one shot at, at the start, which does suck. But it's like, and it also works where you. That's hol- how I do when a, a police officer has to run. He shoots his gun once and then runs after the bad guy. Well, I mean, let's not get into all that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like, you hold down, you hold down attack, you fire once, and then you start to 
run. And then as long as you keep the run button held down and don't change direction, you will start to run faster. Uh, so it, it, it's an awkward running mechanic because like you don't start out full speed, which that's kind of neat, right? It's like, okay, you're kind of building momentum. But the problem is when in this game where you're running around a maze, are you running straight for like any fucking length of time? It's very, very rare. And sliding doesn't, you don't, you, you go fast. You don't have to build up momentum. You can spam it. So I got through all the levels that I played just by like, okay, slide, 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 everywhere. No. Slot, slide I, into keys. So many fucking keys. Oh, yeah, lots of keys. How, many, how many keys did you get? I At one point, I think I had 17 or 18 at my peak. I know I had over 30. And <laughs> well, but here's the thing. I know that sounds ridiculous, but... Let me tell you one other thing that Ghoul Patrol does better than Zombies Ate My Neighbors. And I think, honestly, this is the biggest improvement that Ghoul Patrol have made over Zombies yeah. Ate My Neighbors. The passwords in Zombies Ate My Neighbors are fucking worthless. They are worthless because you put a password in and Zombies Ate My Neighbors, what it does is it starts you out on the level for the password with just your squirt gun. That's all you got. You got your fucking squirt gun. Good luck fighting all these advanced monsters in these harder levels that will not die to the squirt gun. What yep. Ghoul Patrol does is to fix that, they're like, let's give a whole bunch of keys on each level so the car- so the player doesn't wind up in a situation where they're like, I got a password to a level, I got to open a door, but I don't have any keys, and there are no keys on this level to pick up. So yeah, I, think, I, I think that was their intention with, with the keys. I, okay. I think right. this game does a lot of good quality of life upgrades. And then because it was developed by a different programming team, like it has a lot of drawbacks as well. It's like a net to me. It's like a net neutral. There yep. are things it does better and there are things it does worse. And I, I kind of view them about the same all around. Cause I went back and played zombies ate my neighbors before I, I, I recorded just to kind of get a feel of the difference between the two. And it's, it's got some things w- that are are much better, but it's got some things that frustrate the fuck out of me. The password system among them. I think I, I think I'd rather play Zombies at My Neighbors, but I think that is probably because that's the one that looks better. Like I mean, it just feels better because does it? I, I mean, I think it looks a lot better. Uh, I li- I kind of like the darker kind of more. I don't know, updated look, I guess, but maybe, maybe that's just like my proclivities towards, towards less cartoony looking games. I see. Um, yeah. I don't mind. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I was just going <laughs> to, I was going to say that I feel like the, I like the cartoony look a lot. Mm. Zombies ate my neighbors felt more like a Saturday morning cartoon than ghoul patrol. And uh, I think it lends itself better to that, like B movie sci-fi kind of feel. 100%. No, I agree with that. And what what kind of drives me nuts about that is that is the controls and that's the biggest thing that I like about Zombies Ate My Neighbors is that the controls are so tight. And in Ghoul Patrol, they try to up that I, I think they try and try and up that Saturday morning cartoon type feel by having your character run as if they're on like roller skates or ice skates but there's like a little bit of like like running in place 
action when you run and when you stop and slide that was not present in the first game and it's it, it absolutely is it, it's almost game breaking for me it's it's really tough to to maneuver through that mechanic i see i agree with you on that but i will say that i felt like in zombies ate my neighbors I'm constantly getting hung up on ledges and bushes. Like, I feel like every time I play that game, my character's getting hung up on something, and that drives me insane. I like Zombies Ate My Neighbors, but it, like, I mean, it feels like, especially when you're playing two players, it's like, I don't know, man. It just feels like I'm, I'm running into things and getting caught on things. And I, and I think it's because Zombies Ate My Neighbors plays a lot faster. Because yeah. you're constantly running. You don't have to press a run button. You're essentially, you're moving fast. But in Ghoul Patrol, you're not moving fast by default. You're kind of, if you- You're walking. You're walking. See, I feel like I was getting stuck on shit in Ghoul Patrol. Like yes, the monsters. Me too. Oh, the monsters, yeah. The monsters are different. They spam like right on top of you or spawn on top of you. They constantly respawn. You can't come kill them. And then if yeah. I'm running toward one, one a zombie will spawn in front of me. They'll and sandwich I'll you. just run into it until I'm dead. Yeah, absolutely. And they'll try yeah. to trap you on trees and stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. And that, and that is super annoying. Um, I feel like there's if a lot more of that. That's why I didn't do combat as much in this game is because it felt like because the monsters just respawned from the exact same spot and they respawned in zombies ate my neighbors but it was from like an area they popped up all over the place in ghoul patrol they came up from like one specific spot over and over unending and it felt like no matter how much you in a small you, square you, you have to them. pass through to get to a person or to a key or in yeah. that case i i kind of felt that the game was trying to set you up to use a special yes, item to get I agree. through there um, I'm not sure they did it super, super well, but, but like, I, I do feel like throughout the game, monsters just appeared essentially through, through portals that did, they just never ending popped up. And if you could, if you could say attack and close those portals, that would be a fun mechanic. But the yeah. fact that you can't close them off and it's just an infinite monster spawning area, it just made me like, all right, I'm, I'm going to avoid combat and just run through as quickly as possible. I ended up having to restart the game at the very beginning in the first level. I used up all my keys, and there was one unlocked door I had to get to to walk around the building. So I just had to, I just had to die and restart. Really? Mm. Yep. They didn't have enough keys in the first they level. For... I, I went ever if if they did, I couldn't find it. I went everywhere because you could un- spend the key to unlock like the four front doors in the very first level. So I did that, like just not knowing what I was doing. Yeah. One more yeah. door I had to use. Oh, no more keys. Mm. I did, I did notice that in this game that they would have like four locked doors to get to the same area, and it was it was very much like you use you have to partition out your keys, or else if you used them all, then you wouldn't be able to maneuver the level. So I didn't see where that logical ending went to, but it sounds like the ending was that you just couldn't progress. But but overall, I, I, I'm sure we can all agree the most egregious thing was calling it Ghoul Patrol and not Zombies Ate My Neighbors too. Weird decision. <laughs> very weird decision. The and honestly, I think changing the style is also a very weird decision because it's it's obviously built in the same engine as Zombies Ate My Neighbors was, um, mm. and it's just it's just very odd that they decided to make the stylistic change that they made. I mean, it, it makes me wonder where it's like. Why? Why did? Why was that decision made? Because it's like this game, Ghoul Patrol, came out the year after Zombies Ate My Neighbors came out. 
Was it that short? It was that short. Wow. Zombies Ate My Neighbors, I believe, came out in 1993, and Ghoul Patrol came out in 1994. Uh, From my cursory research. Somebody had to be offended and be like, the zombies ate his neighbors? That is far too violent. It needs to have like a... (laughs) A police theme, ghoul patrol, because they're yeah they're protecting and serving people. That's that's the way it needs to go. A good Christian game. <laughs> I, <laughs> I Satan's <laughs> in a treasure chest. I think that this game was a different game that was built on the same engine, and yeah. and, and part of the reason that I think that is some of the interstitials. Um, like for example, uh, I'm trying to think exactly when it happens. It, I think it might be on the password screen. There is an image of not Zeke and Julie, the main characters, but there is an image of I think it's like five monsters that are cartoonishly illustrated that are kind of together. Uh, yeah. I think that those might have been this is all just me this is all made up. This is all head fiction. I, I haven't read anything about this, but it feels like was it Ghoul Patrol and it's like it was monsters that you played as and then like for whatever reason they were like no, nah, I don't think that's going to work. We should probably put uh Zeke and Julie back in and kind of make a a sequel to Zombies Ate My Neighbors. I, I don't know. They, I feel like they just made decisions that were so weird that it, it doesn't, especially a year later, they're making decisions that just don't make sense for a sequel. Like it doesn't feel like Zombies Ate My Neighbors felt. I'm with you. I agree. I do like a couple more quality of life things that I helped, that I thought helped make the game better to play from the, from the outset. The, the fact that you have a, a physical counter at the top of your screen that tells you how many people that are left to find. Yeah. How many victims. And, mm-hmm. and, and that you can follow their yell. shouts. Yeah. Yeah. They would yell help and their, their word bubbles would appear from the direction with which they were. So if you didn't know where to go, you could go track their speech bubbles and, and find them. And they had kind of like in zombies ate my neighbors. They had a mechanic where you would, you would pull up a mini map and it would tell you, it would give you a number of how many victims were left. And if you were near them, it would kind of show them as a blip on your radar. But it just it it was a little clunkier. It was not nearly as as intuitive as they made in in Google Troll. So I I do like that. I do a yeah, lot of for that. That's very 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 true. That yeah. was a very nice addition. I agree. I I was curious. Can I say you very guys? anymore. Very <laughs> very 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 very. very. <laughs> Monster Red Rad. <laughs> I, I, I was curious what you guys would think about that because I I was I remember being impressed with, with the mini map in Zombies Ate My Neighbors because I was like holy shit this is kind of like advanced for a Super Nintendo game uh, yeah but I do also think that the word balloons the shouts for help from the the victims works a lot better mm-hmm. and I feel like. In zo- because the victims, the neighbors in these games are so important because if all of the neighbors get eaten, you lose. It doesn't matter if you died. It doesn't matter any of that. If you stand around long enough, your neighbors are, and you don't rescue your neighbors, they will get eaten and you will lose the game. It is so much more forgiving in Ghoul Patrol than Zombies Ate My Neighbors mm-hmm. because yeah. um, I, the last time I played Zombies Ate My Neighbors, which was last year, um, or it might have been early this year. 
I really gave it a go. I really, I wanted to beat it. And I, I, I really gave it a go. That game has like, I think like 55 levels or something like that. And <laughs> yeah. I think I got to like 40 something. And it got to a point where it's like, this goes back to what I was talking about with the passwords. It's like, you reach a point in that game very early on where it's like, this is the point of no return. Like if you, if you die, don't even bother entering a password because you're going to be fighting mummies. You're going to be fighting things mm-hmm. and you're only, you, you have nothing. Um, and what happens is the, the farther you get into the game, like neighbors will die immediately. Like if you don't know, like, okay, I have to get the neighbor that's to the east first or he'll die within the first three on, seconds. Like the zombies the coming level, in and dead rising just, through the mall doors. Like, yeah. oh, fuck, they're all dead. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just the third level of zombies ate my neighbors because I played that, like, tonight before I started this. If you don't know immediately where the two neighbors are below you, they will die, like, within within maybe two seconds. Yeah, and that's in the you third level. Yeah. I, I think that's unfair. I do think that... Uh, it's unfair game design, I should say. I think that Ghoul Patrol um, keeps that in mind much better. I think that Ghoul Patrol is a, on the whole, a more fair game. But I do think that when it is not fair, it is way more frustrating. And when it's not fair is what you were talking about earlier, Tyler, when it's like, yeah, this is just where all the zombies spawn. And they spawn really fast. You'll kill one, and one will spawn immediately back. And they have weird hitboxes with one long arm. Yeah. They, the, they look the like whites from they uh, do look like D&D whites, 3rd edition. Yeah. But the on like the second or third level, the fucking cars. Because you have to cross the street oh, to get to some people. Yeah. And it's just, fuck, they're hitting me like I'm on the sidewalk and they're hitting me. <laughs> I try to yeah. go all the way down to the bottom. Oh, crates. Can I jump on these crates? Nope. Got to go back nope. in the street, motherfucker. Get in the damn street. <laughs> oh, there's a key out there in the very middle of the street. Yeah. With all these huge-ass Cadillacs just <laughs> just buzzing around. I'm sorry. I believe they're hoopties. Hoopties. You're right. <laughs> there you go. You, you was right. Hoopties. You got to slide, baby. You got to slide. You got to slide across that street. Um. Yeah. I. Man, I, I am... I'm trying really hard to defend Ghoul Patrol. It, I think that Zombies Ate My Neighbors is a more fun game. Mm-hmm. But w- what I do like about Ghoul Patrol is uh, Ghoul Patrol feels beatable. Like, I'm going to yeah. stream this game, and I feel like I might have a chance of beating it. I don't know for sure, because when Spoilers, I was... we're recording this before you're streaming. Right. And um, <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. Who knows? We'll see. Did I beat it? <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> but it's like one of those things where, um, dude, I will never... I will never beat Zombies Ate My Neighbors. And that, like, really bums me out. Because it's like, sure, I guess I could. It is you possible. Use save states and kind of inch your Play way there. like me. <laughs> yeah. I would yeah. have to use save states, and I would have to use a guide. And, like, even by using save states in a guide, I'm still going to have to put a lot of time into it. How do you feel? Have you gotten to the, the Asian levels yet? Uh, I've gotten to, okay, we didn't talk about the, like the narrative of this story Mm -hmm. because there is, there is a story to this game where I feel like in zombies ate my neighbors, there really wasn't, uh, outside Mm -hmm. of that. There are zombies and they are trying to eat your neighbors. Um, (laughs) It's right in there in the title. (laughs) Yeah. 
Uh, and I mean, okay, so they're trying to put a story in. That's fine. It's not a good story at all. Um, it opens up with Zeke and Julie going to a museum to see an exhibit that contains a chest. And inside that chest is a book. And then the book starts talking to them. Would you like me to do some Tadpog Theater? Please. Tadpog Theater. It has one of my, honestly, it has a, it has one line in it that is like probably my favorite line of a Super Nintendo game that we played in a long time. So I could not find it in print. So I'm reading off the, uh, the intro on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Come on, dudes. There's this cool exhibit about ghosts and demons of the dark ages at the library. Come on, Zeke. Let's go. That's my female voice. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Look out, Zeke. There is something happening to the chest. There's a blue chest. A book floats out of it. No problemo, Julie. It's just some sort of special effect. This exhibit is totally rad with this floating book. I don't know, Zeke. You I don't... have a funny feeling about this. <laughs> Zeke, you remember that time all those zombies tried to eat our neighbors? <laughs> you think you should take this a little more seriously? Wow, this book looks very old. What do you think's inside? The book says ghosts and demons on the cover. Dunno. Only one way to find out. Look at this, Zeke. It has it's a phrase. It says to you, the reader, the reader. Best beware of ghosts and demons everywhere. All kinds and all sizes, short and tall, fat, skinny, big and small. I love it when the book turns hot into hot dogs. <laughs> armor, hot dogs. I love what it when kind of kids eat armor hot dogs. <laughs> the book turns into Cheech Marin from Dust Till Dawn. We got fat demons. We got skinny demons. Stinky demons. Bloody demons. Smelly <laughs> <Melly> demons. <laughs> But don't worry or run away. Ghosts and demons just want to play. To play, we they need a boy and girl so these new friends can join this world. To invite them over, say this line. It is ghosts and demons time. I love that line. <laughs> it is ghosts and demons time. But this first is my practice and rehearse. <laughs> First, you must say it in reverse. Cool. This is fresh, man. <laughs> no, no comma. This is fresh, man. Fresh, man. That's my, that's if I were a Mega Man boss, I'm fresh, man. Do you remember Welcome Freshman? Of course you do. Fuck yeah. yeah. Walter? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's say it together. It is Ghosts and Demons time. <laughs> Gotta say it backwards. <laughs> okay, whatever you say, Zeke. Yeah, all of a sudden, why is she all of a sudden just like, I don't know. Emit Snowmed DNA Sestong Saitai. And then Satan comes out. <laughs> What's happening, Zeke? I have waited for so long for someone to release me. Now I can conquer all the different time dimensions with the help of my minions. Banana. <laughs> the minions. What have we done? We are doomed. No way, man. I'm going to fight this ugly demon dude and send him back to his freaky dimension. I'm with you, Zeke. We will conquer all the dimensions. Ghoul Patrol. <laughs> Medieval, etc. All right. So I have a... Here's my biggest problem with that story. 
it was too good? It was. <laughs> I have two problems with this story. Three problems with this story. First of all, the story was not a kid cuisine meal. Second point. <laughs> I don't know. This could have been on the back of a kid cuisine <laughs> Second point. The Help story- free the demons by eating your desserts. <laughs> Eat this kid cuisine and free me from my eternal prison. <laughs> Eat your pizza rectangle first. <laughs> Frozen corn, both warm and hot. <laughs> Open your mouth, it hits the spot. Second, yes, the story's too damn good. Third, this demon can time travel, but he gets stuck in a chest? Yep. <laughs> like... It was like blue and shit. <laughs> or he was in a book in a chest. It's, 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 yeah, it's a mystery wrapped in an enigma. Now that I've escaped from this wooden chest in a library, I'm going to go back to feudal Japan. <laughs> it was lined with lead. <laughs> here, let me find this turtle's three lamps. Spin it up. Oh, here I go. <laughs> so once you get through the modern day, uh, mm-hmm. levels, you then go to, you start traveling through time, um, and you go to feudal Japan, uh, that's, and... That's where I ended. Vaguely racist feudal level. Japan. I don't even know vaguely, like, there is, like, I was playing the game, and at one point it's like, da 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 it's like, all right, uh, I don't, I know this was not developed in Japan, so, uh, um, Oh, there's somebody to save, he's just... Gobbling rice like he's Garfield and lasagna. <laughs> All right. And he had the geisha girl with yeah. yeah. There's that one too. Um, the thing that I didn't like the most about the feudal uh, Japan levels, there are skeleton samurais with flaming swords, and they are almost reminiscent of the chainsaw dudes from Zombies Ate My Neighbors, where the like killable guys. What's that? The unkillable guys. Yes, but the but the the samurai are killable. But what they will do is like if they aggro on you, they are on you. They will not stop. Like you have to kill them, or you have to like trick the AI to like you have to like trick trap. You have to put a wall between you and them. Uh, and it's like the only thing. The, another reason I think that the game focused on combat, it feels like it did at least, is because it's like you can slide. Enemies, all the enemies in this game are faster than you. Just like all of them are faster yep. than you. You are not, unless you are using the run button, which don't do that, uh, <laughs> <laughs> they are going to catch up to you and they're going to overwhelm you. So it's like I feel like most of the time I'm what I'm doing is sliding away from a monster turning around, shooting it three times, sliding again, turning around, shooting it three times, just to stay out of arm's reach from the monster. Um, but man, if you don't if you don't know that, you are going to have a bad time, especially with these skeleton samurai, because like they, like the zombies, will just stay right on you, but instead of just like fingernails, they have swords that are on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, man, because I saw, because I, I played the first few world, first few levels, and I kept dying, kept dying, kept dying, kept dying, and I was like, okay, I feel like I've got a good, good grasp on this game. Uh, but I watched some videos, and I did see in like, eventually you go to hell. See, I didn't, I did not get that far. And all That's the neighbors, the level. yeah, they're yeah. all prisoners in like, like white, like black and white striped suits with uh, um, oh, ball and chains. They changed their sprites up. The, na- the victim sprites? 
Yeah. The they, ones I saw, they were prisoners. They do it for a lot okay. of the levels because it's like in, in feudal Japan, instead of them being like uh, the hobo eating out of a pan, uh, <laughs> there's like uh, the, the dude eating rice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in the next area, which is the pirate level, um, some of the, one of them looks like Captain Crunch. <laughs> <laughs> and then after the pirate level, there's... The medieval level. Yeah, and some of the victims there are knights. Um, the medieval levels as far as I got until I completely ran out of juice. But Did um, you – how did you get there? Because, like, I, I had gotten to feudal Japan once. I didn't take down the, the password, so I didn't get back there again. Did you just continuously input the password – beat the level and then start the next level and kind of work your way through. You don't get a password at the end of each level, which sucks. Cause like in zombies ate my or, neighbors. End, you end of did. Each world. Excuse me. Excuse yeah. Me. Yeah. But absolutely. I use the passwords and they are totally, at least up until the medieval levels, they are to the passwords are totally fine. Like it's tough when you start out, you start out with just your basic gun and a first aid kit, but there are enough power ups in the, in the maze where it's like, I feel like at the, by the time I got to the first level in that world, I was good to go. I could, I could potentially make it all the way through, um, which is a huge improvement. And speaking of the maze, so there was a, a number of times where I would run past rooms that were full of like ammo and chicken and health packs that I had no idea how to get to. Did you ever figure out how to fig- how to how to get to those areas? Uh, most of them, you there. Okay, so what I found is in a lot of those rooms is an enemy that if you lure close to the wall, it will uh-huh. knock a hole in the wall. You, you have to deal with the enemy, but if you defeat that enemy, then you can go back through the hole it created and collect all that stuff. And usually the stuff outweighs the damage that was dealt to you. Like as long yeah. as you can, as long as you kind of have the combat down. Um, there were a few rooms like that that I know I did not figure out how to get into, but um, especially in the pirate level, because they're like, they're like, Uber Schmitties from uh, Peter Pan. Um, like, like it is like there's I do like a good Uber Schmitty. Uber Schmitty, <laughs> who is like, again, he's the chainsaw maniac in the pirate levels. Um, where, and like he acts actually a whole lot like the chainsaw guys because it takes a lot of hits to kill him. And you'll knock him down once and he'll be on his back turtle style, you know, like the chainsaw maniacs mm. were. And eventually you can kill him, but like he will open holes in, in walls, very similar to the way that the chainsaw maniacs would cut through the, through hedges, the hedges. Right. Yeah. So those, the pirate levels are really the only levels that I got into those secret rooms. Mm. Uh, and then like all the medieval levels that I played um, really kind of took really made you jump for the first, like not the first time, but like you can get up on castle walls by jumping upstairs and stuff like that. Um, look, I don't know that I really like the jumping in this game at all. I mean, it's nice, I guess to like, if you're hurtling over something to put distance between you and a, and a monster, but I don't know. It makes me nervous because of like, in the medieval segments, even it's like there's a little too much platforming in this for me from like an overhead perspective where it's just like, that yeah. doesn't feel really good, you know? And like, there's a level in um, the modern day, which takes place in like an apartment building and a lot, like at least 
a third of that level takes place on the ledge of the mm-hmm. building. And it's the worst level. It's a, it's the ter- yeah. it's a terrible, terrible experience. It is a bad, it is a bad level because it, this game has too many instant deaths in it. There are too many things that can kill you. I, I saw you instantly. that like the instant death shit was just too ex- it's, like, it's, fucking it's, extreme. Yeah, it's way too high because it's like I get that there should be a penalty for you falling and like. I understand that, but at the same time, it's like, but come on, some of these are so cheap. Like we were talking you get three lives, and you don't get any more. Like there are plenty of power ups and other things around the level, but you don't get extra lives at all. You you get you get three. They, so they they do exist. One ups do exist. Wait, what? Yeah, one ups exist totally. Um, they're usually in some of those hidden areas, like with you know where you see those areas where it's like that's a whole bunch of chicken in that room. Typically, uh-huh. there's like one or two one ups in there as well. All right, color me corrected. Um, and they just—they're—I mean—they're just white letters that say "one up" with like a blue stroke around it. There's nothing really special about it. Um, but yeah, they—they are all hidden. And but those. Um, okay, so earlier we were talking about like the enemies would spawn really fast, right? Like we were talking about those zombies that spawn really fast in the worst level in the game, which is that apartment complex. There's a segment where you have to. Walk on a thin ledge over from one window and enter another window. And on this ledge are just eyeballs. Eyeballs are just spawn. They're just spawning, 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 spawning. The plane of eyeballs is open. <laughs> yes. And they do not fucking stop. It is like the eyeball on top of the Technodrome is one of these things. And it's like that's where they get the source. Like if that thing ever breaks, they're like, just go to level four. Of Ghoul Patrol, we'll get a new one. It'll be fine. They're a dime a dozen. And it's, Go ahead, use your shredder, use your katana, open up another dimension, <laughs> a time dimension exactly, step through. <laughs> oh, God, they have chests there. I better be careful I don't get stuck in one. <laughs> but it's like, it's one of those situations where you got to go through these eyeballs, but you also can't fall off the ledge or you it's an instant kill. Um, and then I do think, Phil, you mentioned this earlier, I think that's where they intend for you to use like the potions uh, because a lot of the power-ups from Zombies Ate My Neighbors Returned, uh, there's the invisibility potion where you can take it and it really it makes you invincible and invisible, I guess. Enemies don't really notice you. Um, there was that potion, the, the Jekyll Hyde potion in Zombies Ate My Neighbors that you could drink and turn you uh-huh. into that like purple behemoth creature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're uh, invincible and you can just punch enemies to death. Right. Uh, in this game, you turn into the Grim Reaper. Uh, who has you? You have a scythe and you float, and, and that can invincible. be that. Yeah, and you're invincible, and that can be really helpful in that level where falling will kill you because death just floats. Yeah, and that's the same thing I would do whenever I ran into a, a room full of skulls or eyeballs. Is just yes. like, turn into the Grin Reaper because you get a decent amount of potions that like they're not that. That is one good thing about this game is that they give you enough resources to feel like you don't have to hoard them. So you yep. can just use them free will because you know you're going to get them on the next level. Yeah, and, I've, and I agree with you, Phil. And I, it, felt, it felt really freeing to play this game and use power-ups as I got them because normally I hoard that shit, but I had a kind of a different mentality going into this game because it's like, I, I, remember, I know how hard Zombies Ate My Neighbors is. So it's mm. like I went into this with like, I don't know, man. I, I'm probably going to die real soon, so might as well just use all the items pretty much as I get them because uh, they won't do me any good if I'm dead. 
I just need that mentality in RPGs. There you go. Do you guys so prefer? Question. Yeah, go ahead, Phil. Huh? I was I was, I was gonna, gonna ask. <laughs> All right, we got to touch our wieners to the screen now. <laughs> this is the second time in this episode where we've both been like, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, no, no. Do you do you prefer – which one do you prefer? That's what I was going to ask. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cause be, because Zombies Ain't My Neighbor is, is number 48 on the IGN list that you guys did. And, you know, it's it, – Should IGN it be swapped out? A top 50 game, and Ghoul Patrol is not on there, but I kind of feel like they're pretty interchangeable, so – Either they should both be on there, or maybe one should be much further down. I'm not sure if it if this is a top 50 game in retrospect. Oh boy, it has boss battles though. Yeah, Ghoul Patrol does have boss battles. Zombies Ate My Neighbors did too, but they're kind of different. Like their bosses. Neither of them were fun. I did not <laughs> yeah. like boss battles in either game. I mean, in Ghoul Patrol. You go to a level and all you do is fight a boss. But I, what I will say is I feel like they learn from Zombies Ate My Neighbors because in Zombies Ate My Neighbors, like I remember fighting the giant baby. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. and it's like I don't know what the baby is weak to. No. I, I don't know where to shoot the baby also. <laughs> no. it, According to Who's Your Daddy, bleach, batteries, <laughs> the oven. Yes. <laughs> and it's like also the baby is on turbo and will instantly kill me and like is moving like it's like it's horrible. I do not like it. And it's like but again, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, it's horrible unless you know exactly what to do. And if you know exactly what to do, it's very easy. It's not like boss battles are a new thing either. Like that's it's that was a mechanic that they just royally fucked up in the first one and somewhat rectified in this. Like there's no health bar that you can tell, but like the boss will flash, or at least the first boss that I fought flashed when you hit it, so you knew that you were you were affecting it in some way. And yeah. it took a lot of hits, but yes. it eventually did die. And it felt like the baby, like I, I beat the baby once, and it just felt like you had to spend an inordinate amount of time hitting this thing with no indication that you were doing anything to it, and, and it just kind of, like, died all of a sudden. I no think, indication. I think the baby is weak against the... Um... it's like the Pandora's box or something like that. And it's kind of one of those things where it's like, I think you can get up to like four of them before you fight the baby and it takes three of them to kill it kind of deal. So it's weak against object permanency. (laughs) (laughs) If you put your hand over your eyes, you're immune to it. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, what, what I found in ghoul patrol was I would always save one potion to turn into death for the boss. And then I'm invincible. Uh, I just stand over the boss and just swing that scythe over and over again until it ran out. And then like, for instance, when I was fighting the pirate boss who has like a blunderbuss and a, a hook chain, I killed uh, that. I killed that guy like in one turn as death. Oh, wow. Well, that's pretty good. Yeah. Why even have boss battles if you can just do that? It's true. I mean, unless, yeah. I mean, unless you don't have a potion that turns you into death. Yeah, totally. But they're not super rare either. So it's just like. They're not. Sounds like item management is also a a big part of this game to make it easy and manageable. And I think it's. Yeah, yeah, totally. And and I think that is in the spirit of Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Because I do think that Zombies Ate My Neighbors was huge for item management. Because it's like. 
I really tried to beat Zombies Ate My Neighbors, like to the point where I'm like looking up, okay, like what monsters are weak to what weapons? Mm. And it's like, because it makes a difference. Like killing, when you're getting swarmed, like killing an enemy in one hit versus three hits is huge. Yeah. Because it's like you got to get through that as fast as possible because if you don't, the neighbors are going to die and then you are donezo. That's good fully. That's good, fully. <laughs> yes. I've got I've got Tyler uh, blow his nose muted on the mic. Sorry, but... I'm still a little. I'm still fighting it. I'm a lot better than oh, I was. Oh, he muted it. Sorry, that's it. not that's not gonna make any sense then. <laughs> no, um, it might still pick up on the mic. I liked what did I like. I don't remember what I liked. Um, <laughs> it'll get back to me. It'll come back to me. <laughs> well, Phil, you asked us. You asked us which we prefer. Now, were mm-hmm. you were you asking like between Ghoul Patrol and Zombies Ate My Neighbors? Yeah, sure. Or, or even like, does this belong on the top 100? Do you feel like there's there are several games where this they've put sequels on here, and then there are several others where they've decided like maybe two versions of this game do not belong in the top 100, so they've left one of them off. And I'm kind of curious where you guys fall on that that spectrum. I like Zombies Ate My Neighbors better, and I. <sighs> I don't know. I think Ghoul Patrol, here's here's like everyone dumps on Ghoul Patrol. Like there are so many like reviews that I've read, like not when it first came out. I've read reviews from 1994 where they're like, this game's pretty okay. Yeah. yeah. But, but it's like go on YouTube, type in Ghoul Patrol, and it's like everyone's shitting on this game. And I think it's because every, I get why you're comparing it to Zombies Ate My Neighbors. It's the sequel, but it's – just because it's ma- just because it's not the same game as the first one doesn't mean that it's a bad game. So is it a so a Chrono Trigger to Chrono, Chrono Cross? Whoa, yeah. yeah I was gonna make the same comparison. Yeah, it's like it's a good game if it was a completely different skin, but because it's tied to a much more well-known predecessor, it's looked poorly upon. Yeah, I think that could be the case for sure. I also think that. I also think that Zombies Ate My Neighbors feels like a cult game to me, like a in, in the same regards as like a cult movie would be, where it's like, dude, when I was a kid, yeah, I, I didn't know anybody played Zombies Ate My Neighbors. I'd, I'd seen the box, but I never played it. I played it at my cousin Gary's once, really enjoyed it, played it on his Genesis, and that was it. Never again until like I had the internet as like a as a teenager, where it's like. Oh, like people are kind of appears that there are some people who are really into this game, and I feel like since then it's gained popularity. I, I mean, I, I don't really think this is a popular game when we were kids, and I think that. some of that cult following makes Ghoul Patrol. It kind of demonizes Ghoul Patrol because it's like that's not the thing that I like so much. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but then again, I'm also sitting here like I just played four soccer games, so <laughs> Ghoul Patrol looks pretty good to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't you guys have did any you guys, Nope. Go ahead, Phil. I was going to ask, did, did you guys ever play or hear of a game called Power Pete? Power Pete? Power Pete. No. Is this a Super so, Nintendo game? Yeah, never heard of it. No, this was... So I got my first gaming PC. Well, I got my first computer, which became my gaming PC because that's all I had. Um, in like the mid-90s, and it was a Macintosh and it came preloaded with a game called Power Pete, which was um, the ex- it was the exact same game with a- as this. It was like a mid '90s 
top-down shooter where you played a military toy named Power Pete, and you were like stuck in in um, Toyland, and you had to rescue these fuzzy bunnies just like you were rescuing the neighbors. Okay. And the only way you could progress from level to level is to go rescue these bunnies, which would then open up an exit. And you couldn't like lose the bunnies like you could with the neighbors, but it also introduced um, keypads keys that you had to unlock other parts of the level like like kind of how how doom and other games of that that genre would lock parts of of levels off to you so that was i never played zombies ate my neighbors or ghoul patrol ghoul patrol growing up but i did play power pete and and it was it sounds like that was a very direct ripoff slash homage to this do you know who developed it by any chance not not offhand uh-huh. um actually no 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 um i looked it up before i started and i think interplay was involved with power pete um developed by pangea software published by interplay under the mac play brand name okay. released in 1995 i was just curious if like pixel motion had anything to do with it because like <laughs> that is the development company that's who developed ghoul patrol which i think is also weird because it wasn't lucas arts lucas arts published it but it's like when the credits roll when you see the credits it's like or not i'm sorry not when the credits roll in the instruction manual it's like Uh there are two separate credits (laughs) and there's like lucas arts credits and then there is pixel motion credits and it's like yeah all the pixel motion credits are like design programming and all like the lucas arts stuff is publishing yeah, like, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like Lucas Arts contributed the the artwork to this, while as JVC and and Pixel Motion did did kind of the the behind the scenes, the the programming part of it. Yeah, I mean that's the gist that I got from it for sure. And I know that Pixel Motion used the the engine that Lucas Arts made for Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Yeah. So I mean, it's that might honestly be all that Lucas Arts provided. I don't know. And just the the slippery aspect of the controls was such. That's what really makes it really frustrates me about this game. Um, so I I, I kind of put that wholeheartedly on on JBC for that. Yeah. No, I I agree. And I to go back to your question originally. I think Zombies Ate My Neighbors belongs on IGN's Top 100 Super Nintendo games. I don't think that Ghoul Patrol belongs on that list, but I do think that Ghoul Patrol is a better game than most people give it credit. Yeah. I, I get on that page with you. Um, Tyler, you asked if I had any achievements. Got any achievements, dog. I have. At the time of this recording, I have not streamed the game yet uh-huh. on Twitch, so I do not yeah, have true, any Twitch chat achievements, but I do have one achievement, and that is... Okay. I have become Death, Destroyer of Ghouls, and in order to unlock I have become Death, Destroyer of Ghouls, um, you need to drink a potion that turns you into Death, and then defeat one boss before the potion wears off, and you turn back into a little boy or a little girl. (laughs) (laughs) I've got one. Okay. Uh, Are you the key master? Collect 100 keys. All right. Wow, I like that. Over the course of one... Playthrough or oh wow okay. I've got two. I've got Julie, (laughs) (laughs) which if you're familiar with Darkman and the Bruce Campbell autobiography, if Chins could kill, (laughs) um, he Bruce Campbell provided the foley work. He provided the the voiceover for when um, Liam Neeson screamed Julie. 
and that's it, it, you can find it online. You can find the exact clip on YouTube, and that is that's not Liam Neeson. That's that's Bruce Campbell doing the voiceover work for that. So that is um, um, play as Julie and read the autobiography. If Chins could kill, and watch Dark Man. And if you've accomplished all three of those feats, <laughs> you get the uh, you get the uh, achievement of Julie. Um, the other one, maybe Julia Gulia, second achievement. Julia Gulia. <laughs> Maybe you can workshop this with me, but um, Zeke from Cabin Creek, which was the nickname of NBA star slash executive Jerry West. And I'm curious how we could work that new achievement. I don't know, man. You started saying names and my brain just turned off. <laughs> <laughs> like the moment, you, the moment you said a sports thing, it was like, just like, uh, all right. Man, wonder what's going on over here. <laughs> yeah, right? I, I literally started reading Chandra's uh, Call of Cthulhu character <laughs> sheet, which is right in front of me. Be aware of Jerry West, the human entity, and play this game. Could you? Exp- I didn't could, get that one. Yeah, could you explain that one? Jerry West. So Jerry West is like a 1960s, like one of the classic NBA superstars from before, like the three point era before the ABA and the NBA merged. Did you say before the three point era? Oh, yeah. The three point era was like 1970s, like late 1970s. The three point era is not like super old. It's, It's relatively recent. That's wild. Okay. I know. I know. Yeah. So there's like, there's, you know, NBA statistics of players who lived before and after the three point era. And it's, it's all sorts of messed up. So. Sure. Yeah. I bet. Um, but, but yeah, so, so Jerry West was, you know, among like Wilt Chamberlain and Bill Russell and maybe some other guys you've, you've heard of were, were NBA superstars from mm-hmm. the sixties and earlier. Um, so, and, and Wilt and, and Jerry West's nickname. And I don't know enough about NBA basketball to know why, but his nickname was Zeke from Cabin Creek. Hmm. And Zeke being the name of the male character in Ghoul Patrol, which I had remarked to you guys earlier, is probably the only time I've heard Zeke as a video game character in And not a plumber. Game. Zeke the plumber. No. The only other Zeke I'm familiar with is from Bob's Burgers, and that's it, in popular culture. Should have named Henry Zeke. Yeah, Should have. Yeah. Should have, but didn't I? <laughs> yeah, didn't do it. Zeke Danger Moore. You change it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I'll, I'll call the hospital. Is it too late? And they're like, sir, is this a medical emergency? <laughs> I think I think if you just tattoo it into your child, then it counts. <laughs> yeah. Does, does that have to be a, any specific part? Like, does the forehead work? Or It's fine. Yeah. Foreheads, it's the most visible part of the child. Right. So. The, tattoo, the tattoo has to say, my name is Zeke now. <laughs> <laughs> What else we got? Anything? That's it. You ready to close this out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I I do have I have some questions for y'all. first of all, Tyler, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. if you were to give this game a beard that sums up how you feel about it, what kind of beard would it be and why? Oh man. Shit. I would have to give this a uh the beard of Aladdin's dad from Aladdin Three, the (laughs) King of Thieves. The the quest for Curly's gold. <laughs> Aladdin three. Yeah. <laughs> or it was it was cool looking, but you know it, it was just it wasn't the same. It was wasn't Aladdin. All right. Have I, you have I you have you seen that Aladdin? Fuck yeah, I have seen all the Aladdins. I watched the animated I, series, Aladdin one, two, three. Is that on Disney Plus? Like, I wonder. Oh, I don't know. It's pre Disney Plus. I have the fucking cassettes of this shit. <laughs> I saw as much Aladdin as was. 
easily available to me, which means I watched the after school show and I watched the first movie. But any of the direct video sequels are are very obscure to me. So first movie, Robin Williams is genie. Aladdin yeah, two, Return of Jafar, right? It's different. Yeah, not Robin Williams. Somebody else. It's Dan Castellaneta. Yeah, he's, 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 he still does a good job. Like, yeah, I had no no qualms. But then Aladdin three, Return of Robin Williams. I'm not sure that is the name of the movie. Aladdin three, Return of well, it's Robin a, it's Williams. A, it's like Aladdin and the Prince of Thieves or Aladdin and the King of Thieves, but it's it's Aladdin but it's, three. But Robin Williams comes back. Comes back because they made a big thing about it. Like he's back. He's yeah, still mad at us, but he took our money. I believe, I believe he signed up for Aladdin, saying that like requesting that he not be the main figure. And right, I heard Disney that was like nuts to that. You're Robin Williams, and you're co-starring with like the other guy from Steve Full House. From Full House, so. like we're going with you. You're kind of the bigger star here, so we're gonna put you on everything. What about Gilbert Gottfried? He does have a bigger part in two and three. <laughs> he is in two and three. He voices Iago in Iago. two and three. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. God, I love that. Um, okay, so both of you are way better versed in Aladdin than I am. I've only seen the first movie and sang some of the songs in our middle school choir. Uh, I never saw any of the after school specials. I even saw a little bit of the live action Aladdin with Will Smith. I didn't see any of that. I haven't seen all of it. I've just seen a little bit of it. Yeah. Didn't like it. Didn't want to see more. Dave, were you too old for the after school Aladdin show? Uh, I don't, I dude, I didn't even know it existed. Mm-hmm. Truly, like I really didn't even know it existed. Um, was that like on like a regular, like, like a network channel, or was that like a Disney Plus or a, a it, Disney Channel thing? It was. I think it was a Disney Channel thing, like after school. Yeah, like Flash Forward, Disney, like or um, yeah. for, Aladdin and shit. Yeah, there was a for po- me. It was just on on the after school. Like they would have have Ducktales and Darkwing Duck and Tailspin and Aladdin and Gargoyles, okay. like, and they would rotate those shows. Like I think Gummy Bears was the first to go out, and then I think Ducktales may have been after that. But they would like rotate these things in, and that's how I always was familiar with it. I was all about that Disney afternoon block when yeah. I was in elementary school and like up until like fifth grade. No, I'm sorry. Up until like fourth grade. And then like after that, it was all Nickelodeon for me after school. Like, it, no, yeah, it nope. became Power like, Rangers, Big Bad Beetleborgs. No, nope, sort of nope. None of that. It was Beetlejuice yeah. animated. It was stick stickly. Uh, yeah, it was. I mean, it was that stuff. Like that was, that was my bread and butter. And it's like, mm. plus I was jerking off to my Daisy Fuentes calendar a lot. So <laughs> that cut into my, <laughs> that cut into my after school watching quite a bit. <laughs> That is a interesting demographic split there. <laughs> well, yeah, I discovered the wonders of my body. When you're a kid, but you're starting to get horny. Yeah. And then I moved. I graduated to a Your Kathy. dick wants to fuck, but your brain still wants cartoons. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to my life now. Uh, <laughs> nothing has changed. I graduated to the Kathy Ireland poster, the uh, uh, calendar after that. Then the Sports Illustrated. The next thing I know, I'm begging my friend to break into his dad's room so I can look at Jenny McCarthy's tits in the Playboy. So, yeah. God, I was so I was so lit down, so lit down. I was when not. I, first saw him. I was so I was just so happy to see them. Like it was like I feel like that was my first like celebrity celebrity titties that I saw that wasn't just like 
it was it was kind of one of those where it's like I don't know that I'm ever gonna see those. You know, mm. like there are you, some. You had to work to find them, right? And they was, weren't just like you couldn't just rent them from a blockbuster. Exactly. You had to seek them out. Yes, and their logistics were involved. Okay, your dad's working overtime today. I'm gonna <laughs> I, show up. <laughs> I had that ex that same experience with Pamela Anderson, and I I absolutely know how you feel of just like this. I have to work hard to either find this publication, yeah, or wait until I could get like the one month free of Cinemax and record <laughs> yes this, this copy <laughs> of of I forget what movie it was, but um yeah no I agree well, I, dude- I get it. Dude, when I, I remember, I remember holding that Playboy in my hands and I remember like, this is, this is going to sound made up, but it is not. Don't look at it, Miriam. <laughs> this is going to sound made up, but it's not. But you know, like that early scene in the Lord of the Rings where Bilbo really doesn't want to give up the ring. And Gandalf, like, gets really big. Like, that was my friend. My friend was Gandalf wanting me to give back his dad's Playboy. And I'm Bilbo. Like, ah! I keep this Playboy. (laughs) So I remember, like, seeing Jenny McCarthy. It came to me. It's mine. (laughs) (laughs) Both Jenny McCarthy and Alyssa Milano. I was so excited to see those. And I was just like, oh, man. I never saw Alyssa Milano. That happened? I don't like those. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Did she did she do a spread? Because I only remember her from, from movies, which I think. Yeah, I, saw I think it, like I'd seen like pictures from the movies like oh, she okay. remember she was topless okay. like the first time. And then say for Drew Barrymore. But I think Drew Barrymore it was more that she had like her a pixie cut and that also kinda like, nah. Yeah. I gotta have I gotta have <laughs> Juliet and Julia Gulia not what I like and long hair. Like that's <laughs> yeah. famous anti pixie cut, Tyler Holland. Yeah. <laughs> not a fan. Pixie cut works great. Ghost nipples and a pixie cut. No, thank you. Ghost nipples work you sometimes. And I, you too. and I are on opposite sides of that spectrum, Tyler. You like tiny translucent nipples and and hair short as you can get. Short short hair like a pixie cut hair is is fantastic. Mm. I, I yeah, I like it. I dig it. The pixie okay. cut. I look the the pixie cut. I like, but it like only works on like five percent of women. I, okay, there's some yeah, I don't hate it on yeah. all people. I'm okay with it on some. Like Halle Berry, okay. Yeah, yeah. I think probably because that's how I first saw Halle Berry in the Friends That Flintstone. makes sense. That's probably why it works. But Hillary Clinton, not so much. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Ghost nipples, I'm fine with anytime. Mm. I'm I'm <laughs> fine with ghost nipples anytime. I also like Regular nipples, mm. also good. Inverted nipples, I'm okay with that too. It's kind of fun when Pamela they pop Anderson, out. Bruce, Bruce Valanche, like whatever. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much the same. Yeah. You got any more of them questions? Tyler. Yes, Dave. If you were to give this game a pair of glasses, that sums up how you mm-hmm. feel about it. <laughs> <laughs> yep, we're wow, still that in that segment. segment. Went on a real long time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, we had to take a long journey so I could throw a Playboy into a volcano. Uh, <laughs> if, if you were to give this game a pair of glasses, what kind of glasses would you give it? It's got to be like the new 3D glasses they give you whenever you go into a 3D theater. All right. So, like, they're not as cool looking as the red and blue ones. That Zeke wears. You know, that Zeke wears. So yeah. Kind of. Yep, kind of. In that story, he's got them, like, 
clip to his shirt <laughs> where it's like, we promise it's Zeke. Yep. That's how you know. Even though he kind of looks like Marty McFly. <laughs> God, he does, isn't he? Without Cause those. he's got brown hair in the fucking story intro and it's like, what? And he's wearing the cap and he's got the vest. I don't know. It's kind of one of those where it's like, fuck that. <laughs> Why change the character design that drastically? Yep. 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 I have some more questions. Hell yeah. Oh, I do. I want to know how much is this game, Ghoul Patrol, for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System, on average? Loose. $16.58. $16.58 from Tyler. Phil, what do you think? I know this game is You own this game. A lot. And I, I'm going to say $44.99. You're going $44.99? Actual. Retail value of Ghoul Patrol loose for the Super Nintendo on average, according to PriceCharting.com, is one hundred and one dollar. Wow! Jesus. Wow! Which, when we finished recording uh, Dungeon Master last last four days ago or whatever, I almost let the cat out of the bag because Phil had mentioned that he bought this collection. And I started to say to you, Tyler, I wonder how much Phil paid for that collection because I know Ghoul Patrol is an expensive game. Uh, And I caught myself like two words in realizing that I was going to tip you off to the how much is this game. And I was like, oh, never mind. Never mind. (laughs) It's an expensive Uh, game. Cody Stinson, I owe you a Coke. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But... I don't know, man. Uh, is it is is it worth it? Nope. No. It's not. It is. It <laughs> I is would not. pay. I think I would pay what Tyler suggested. Sure. Um, it's a fifteen dollar game, but it's it, it's got nothing that that appeals to me on a any sort of you know cursory level. I suppose this is one of those games where it's like I recently ran across uh, Evo. Oh, for the God. Super Nintendo, God. that's an expensive game. Yeah, it is. I ran See, a- and I and I like Evo, and I kind of wish I owned I don't. it, but it's so <laughs> goddamn expensive. It's like a hundred, yep, hundred and fifty bucks. Yep, I ran across it, and it was like, ugh. it was one of those where it like, uh, I had to ask myself like, how committed am I actually to collecting <laughs> Super Nintendo yeah. games? Because it's yeah. like. I'm going to have to start paying like real money for games that I don't like, like Evo. <laughs> yeah. 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 The quest what's, for Eden. What's your price threshold where you're not going to think about buying it? Is it like, is it 20? Is it $30? Like, what's a game or what's a price where you decide I'm going to second guess buying this because it's too much? I look everything up before I buy yeah. it. And I and I don't make a purchase unless I'm coming in not just under the average, but under mm-hmm. currently selling. So I try to I try to work it in a way where I never feel bad about the purchase that I'm making. But to answer your question that you actually asked, fifteen dollars. <laughs> fifteen dollars. Fifteen dollars. Isn't that isn't that hard though? Because I feel like everybody in this collecting, like this is a very insular community. So I feel like anyone who's trying to sell games is also trying to make a profit off of them. So do you often find that you are coming across 
this this situation where you want to buy games, but it is it is far beyond what you're willing to pay for them. Not far beyond, but yes, I set a threshold, yeah. and when it um, when anything goes over that threshold, typically an auction, uh, I don't buy, and yeah. because of that. I have probably successfully made. I have successfully won four auctions out of probably one hundred that I have watched. <laughs> How that super scope go? Did not get it. It sold for a little over fifty bucks. And truthfully, honestly, if we hadn't been recording when it was the auction was ending, I probably would have paid that much. I mean, yeah, because yeah. it's it's like a couple extra dollars that you would have had to pay. And yeah, I mean, it had everything minus the the super scope cartridge that came with it, but that is like super cheap. So it wouldn't yeah, have been yeah, bad yeah. to like just buy it and and you know. Uh, be I done know with you. It. I I know you guys aren't sports people and into fantasy sports but that is the that is the exact feeling you get in a fantasy sports auction where you are bidding on a guy you're bidding on a person and it's like man i it's it's not that much more to pay like three bucks more for Giannis Antetokounmpo but i kind of don't want to pay for it and then someone else gets it and then you're just like fuck that was that was stupid. I should have just gotten it. That would have been fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the other side of it is like today I won an auction on a I, – I know this isn't like a rare expensive game or anything, but a boxed copy of Stunt Race FX that has not just – it's a complete yeah, – it's right. a complete yeah, thing. Right. I got it for $15, and it's like, okay, I don't, I feel good about that's that. That's cool, yeah. Um, that's, awful that's game, but that's cool. I, yeah. <laughs> what, I just – so I downloaded the uh, the Nintendo Switch uh, Super Nintendo client, and the first game I popped in was Stunt Race FX. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I rented that game once and played it. I never owned it, but like I just I remember you guys doing an episode on it. I remember the game itself and just popped it in and played a race and. It's just it's so hard to go back to these. Yeah, yeah it is. In introductory 3D games. Totally. Getting into them questions? I have some more. Yeah. I have a few more. Yeah. Are you ready? Uh-huh. We have a quiz that came in from Ross Rachel Green. Really? Hell yeah. Yep. He was nice and early with it. Worked out just great. Did you tell him to be early or was this Did just not. good timing on All right. Just good timing. It all worked out. This is a quiz entitled, Now I'm Playing with Superpower. Does Ross Rachel Green have a quiz master title? No, he's just Ross Rachel Green. He's Ross Rachel Green, yeah. Okay. Because I, I kind of feel like he's taken over the, the quiz master moniker. He's the UK version. Okay. Yeah. We got a US version. We got a, U, we got a US Q, quiz QI, master. QI master. Yeah. He's, he's, the, he's the Tory version. He's, yeah. he's the Boris uh, Johnson. Careful, version. careful. Her Majesty's <laughs> Quizmeister. <laughs> Easy. Uh, let's see. Ross Rachel Green says this is a quiz about games with the prefix super. There's only super. been 38 of them, according to Jesus. the wiki, so you'll get these easily. So also, if there's 10 questions, we have a one in four chance of getting it right if we just roughly yes. randomly. Yes. Also, I am currently away from home visiting family. So I'm taking quality family time to write this for you. Thank you, Ross Rachel Green. We appreciate that. It's nice of him. Who says men aren't committed? Well, not me. That's for sure. Nah, son. 
Questions are once again episode number in game, but these games start at the highest number first. So the first few will be super easy. So by highest number, we're talking like going from 500 and down. Correct. That's how I take it. Okay. The first question. Are you ready? Uh huh. All right. First actual question. Tyler, you are struggling. You look like a sleepy boy. I am struggling. All right. We'll get through this. We'll get through this. First question. Struggling. This aerial combat game sees you fighting nations that were unaligned during the Cold War. Super Battleship. Super Battleship. Well done, Tyler. Yeah. I think that's right. Episode yeah. number? 529. 529. Super Battleship. Locking it in. It is 508 Super Strike Eagle. Mm. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, remember when he crashed the plane? They show the UN building and all yeah, that. I forgot okay. about that too. Okay, yep. off to a real, real bad start. That's okay. <laughs> Next question. It's Tadpog Knights. It's Tadpog Knights. Tadpog Knights. We're not on our game right Tadpog now. That's true. <laughs> Second question. This handheld game is thought of as chronologically the last in the series and also swaps a common power up for another called the Power Ball. Super Mario Land? Sure. I don't Makes know. Makes sense to me. Yeah. Super Mario Land is a handheld game. Yeah. I don't know if chronologically it's the last in the series because timelines are bullshit. fireballs, you throw super balls? You do throw balls, yeah, okay. instead of fireballs. Uh, I've never owned a handheld system or game, so. Super Mario Land, man, that is a good game. I do like that game. Uh, what episode number do you think it was? Four... 96. 496. Super Mario Land. 69. Liking it in. It is 471 Super mm, Mario Land. All right. Next question. This shooting puzzle game is known correctly in the rest of the world as Super Pang. Oh, that Super was the one Buster I was on. Bros? Yeah, Super Buster Super Brothers. Super Buster Brothers. Uh, what episode number do you think it was? Four. You Four. clipped out for a second. Four. 436? 436, Super Buster Brothers, locking it in. It is 466, Super yeah. Buster Brothers. Next question. This is an 8-bit port of a run-and-gun arcade game. Super C. Oh, oh, nice. Super C. Super C. What episode number do you think it was? It's a big drop. From Super Buster Brothers, yeah. Because that was on the NES Classic, right? Yes. That's in the 300s, then. All right. Yeah, like 387, 387. 387. That sounds correct. Super I agree. C, logging it in. It is 445 Super C. Damn. God damn it. You bastards lied to me. <laughs> Next question. This was effectively the fourth iteration of the same fighting game Super Street Fighter 2. All right. Uh, I don't know what episode number that would have been. 427. Sounds good. 427 Super Street Fighter 2. Logging it in. It is 410 Super Street Fighter 2. Others are Street Fighter 2, Street Fighter uh -huh. 2 Champion Edition, Street <laughs> Fighter 2 Turbo, yep. Super Street Fighter 2, and Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo. Next question. This is the first of a crossover fighting game series. Super Smash Brothers. Super Smash Brothers, All yeah. Right. Well done, nice. Phil. Good I think pull. that was right. Good pull. Uh, what episode number do you think it was? I don't remember when you guys did N64. I feel like it was a big jump from 410, which was Super, Super Street Fighter 2. Say 210. 210, Smash, Super Smash Brothers, locking it in. It is 248, Super Smash Brothers. Wow. 
Mm-hmm. I don't remember it being that long since you guys did the uh, N64. Oh, yeah, because we were back in Tadpog Annex, too, when we did uh, the N64 stuff. Yeah. Next question. I've only, Go ahead, yeah. Phil. I was saying, I've, I have only moved twice. Uh, I've only moved once since you have been recording. So I, I classify games whether uh, or episodes whether I've been in North Salem or South Salem. We have recorded in so many different locations that that is how I remember how old an episode is. And, and you remember them all, which is staggering. Well, I mean, we live it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you remember your lives yeah. like some sort of people. <laughs> what are, I thought you were podcasting robots. <laughs> Next question. This was a series first foray into the third dimension. Super Mario 64? Super Met No, it's not Super Metroid. Um Super Mario 64 sounds okay. Yeah, that is it. That w- that would be it. 248 with Super Smash Brothers. Super Mario 64 is on the same list. Were you guys still doing Other Ship Monday? I think we were still doing Other Ship Monday. Uh, it, would it would be earlier. Yeah, it would be earlier. So 30? 235? 235. Super Mario 64. <laughs> Locking it in. I'm saying that because like Tyler is literally. I'm sorry. I am fighting. He is so fighting. Hard. He is trying. We're going to get through this. Locking it in. 246. Super Mario 64. Next question. <laughs> this is like a. This is like. Okay. It's I have an idea. It's been a while since it's been this bad. <laughs> we also not recorded this, this like, late. It's 115 in the morning. Yeah. And Tyler has to go to work. <laughs> This is like Rachel Dawes passing out in Batman's car. (laughs) (laughs) So I have an idea for a game show. It's called Everyone, All the Contestants Take Sleep Meds, Wait an Hour, and then they answer trivia questions. If you fall asleep, you lose. If you get the questions wrong, you lose. It's called (laughs) Quiz. (laughs) Next question. In this game, you don't control the character, but the floor underneath them. We haven't done Marble Madness. Or Snake Rattle and Roll. Super Monkey Ball. Super Monkey Ball. Nice. I think that is correct. What episode number do you think it was? Last one was 246, so it'll be lower than that. 218. 218. Super Monkey Ball. Locking it in. It is 171 Super Monkey Ball 2. Two. Next question. This is a portable version of a crossover fighting game. Super Smash Brothers. A portable version? What was the one before Ultimate? Brawl. Was it Brawl? Uh, yeah. How would it have been, right? Yeah. It's melee. It's regular melee Brawl, Smash Ultimate. We're just Smash 4. I hate all these names. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I do too. Um, we, did an episode on, we did an episode on melee, not Brawl. No, we did an episode on Brawl. Did we? Yeah, oh. with Ramon. Oh, okay. Because we, I'm I dying. remember because I played literally dying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> Why do you hate this? There's uh, like I, I, I just don't know anything about like melee brawl smash <laughs> ultimate fucking whatever. Because I think the plan was I think we were going to record an episode on like the 3DS version and then the Wii yes, U version. Yes, okay, you're right. And it was like way back when that game first came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Super Smash Brothers Ball, Brawl for the 3DS episode number 169? 
Yeah, yeah all I'm right. Date, dude. Locking it in. It is 161 mm. Super Smash oh. Brothers 3DS. Man, we're, all we're right. counting nice. it. <laughs> there was a lot of work. We're counting yeah. it. Yeah. Last question. This was mm. a compilation of previous games from a series updated for a new console with better graphics. Super Mario Super All Stars. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, one fifty. Yeah, man. I don't know. That one was early on. One fifty. That's uh Tim I, Bear's one only episode. Yeah. Oh shit. Um, man, I think it was earlier than one fifty. Because that seems one thirty nine. One thirty nine. What do you? What were you saying, Phil? It seems right. Oh, just that it would have been. It would have been in the top one hundred because that was that was like top twenty of the IGN list. But during the other Ship Monday era, which started in like the fifties or sixties, I want to say. So yeah, all right. Well, so, so yeah, one thirty nine. One thirty nine. It's a long way of saying that. I agree with Arthur or Tyler, who's not Arthur. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Super Mario All Stars, but he could be if you paid him enough. Maybe, maybe you guys could work it out. I could be your son. If you <laughs> there, you enough. there you go. There you go. Thanks for thanks for recording with us, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or Oregon, Dad. That uh, is. 128 Super Mario All-Stars. Mm. I said Oregon. I'm sorry for that. Um, there is... That's it. That's all of them. All right. Thanks, Ross. That was good. That was very good. So we need to get Tyler to choose a game before it's too late. But I got to wrap, wrap this shit up. Yep. You <laughs> are fading fast. Let me go. I'm going to go and kick this shelf over and get this bat. Somebody's already Jeff coat. I'm just going to kind of walk... <laughs> Yeah, I'm just going to kind of walk around in a circle a little bit. <laughs> You're going to be Tyler from uh, the board game episode <laughs> in any moment. Deep doop door. Stop. No whammies, no whammies, no whammies. Stop. You know that thing where I usually tell you the number? Yeah. It's 485. 485. At the uh, Fs? It is not the F's, but buy me a kid cuisine anyway. It's the case. It's the S's. Ooh. Oh, super. Does not start with super. It starts with Saban's. Oh, no. Saban's Power Rangers, the movie? That's a Power Rangers. Saban's Power Rangers, Zio, colon, Battle Racer. Fuck yeah. There you go. All right. Yeah. Okay. You're pleased. Yeah. Very pleased. Have you played it before? No. It says racer in it. That's fine. (laughs) It also says Saban's Power Rangers in it. (laughs) I'm down. I mean, I don't remember them racing in the show. (laughs) They had the, one of them had cars. All right. Was it Zio? Probably. All right. Okay. No, it was Turbo. So I don't know what the fuck's going on. (laughs) I don't know what Zio is. We'll find (laughs) out. We'll find out. Next episode. Hell yeah. I'm just glad when you were like, it says Saban's like, it's not Saban's soccer, so fuck yeah. <laughs> I would play Power Rangers soccer. It's pronounced, it's pronounced Saban. It's Saban, a, Saban, it's final, okay, Saban soccer I might play. It's a Final Fantasy spinoff. <laughs> Saban, Nick Saban, the football coach? I know yeah. some football things. Uh, mm. Nick Saban's Alabama football premier world-class soccer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Roll Tide edition. (laughs) Hey, well, thanks for listening, everybody. You can find the show on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, and Spotify. Yeah. Uh, So that's what we're going to be doing next. Some fucking Power Rangers racing game. (laughs) Sounds fucking good. Um, You want our shit? Tadbog on Facebook. (laughs) 
Tabog Nation on Facebook. Uh, Tabog underscore podcast for Twitter and for Instagram. Uh, our phone number, you're not going to call it's fine. Um, shirts.tabog.com, buy a shirt. That still happens sometimes. Buy a shirt, make a smile. It's a new yeah. slogan we have. Wake my ass up, buy a shirt. <laughs> Uh, wake Tyler up inside. <laughs> wake me up inside. <laughs> wake me up. Wake me up. Most of, hey, do you want to send us something? Tabbox Studios, Kevin Nicole Nance, P.O. Box 3785, Duke, Kentucky 42002. But most importantly, Patreon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you hear Tyler? You owe him a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did you make it to the end of this? Nah, bad news. You do owe us a dollar. <laughs> uh, you can give us that dollar at patreon.com slash tadbog. There um, are a whole bunch of cool people who are donating uh, at least a dollar and getting access to all our bonus episodes. We just recorded two sessions of the Call of Cthulhu mm-hmm. actual play. Yep. Uh, those will be go- Those have been going up on Mondays each week. Uh, welcome to the new Other Ship Monday, at least for a little bit. Um, people seem to enjoy it. I've definitely enjoyed playing it. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of my favorite games that you've run in a very yeah. long time. I Thank think it, I think it is excellent. Uh, and you can listen to it uh, at patreon.com slash tadpog. We ha- I don't have any people to thank because we recorded this so soon after recording our last episode. So hopefully by the time we're recording Saban's Power Rangers Zeo colon yeah. Battle Racer, I have a whole mess of people to thank. Yeah. Uh, I do want to thank uh, the people who have executively produced this episode, uh, and mm-hmm. those people are Usurper Grimm, 1383, God Emperor Alex Pena, Cousin David Galino, The Eightfold, Daniel Abernathy, Platinum Member, Brett Miller, Laud Dennis, and Master Cycle Baron Kevin Link. Yeah. They go above and beyond yeah. and donate um, way above the, the dollar uh, on Patreon. So thank you all. We really appreciate it. Uh, hey, Phil, what's our theme song? It is Moves. By, by whom? Sy- by Sycamore Drive. Oh, not... No Oak Lane? Douglas Fir... <laughs> uh, Broadway? Um, <laughs> no, no, hold it, hold it. Cut that. All right, I'll let, start again. Take it two. It is Moves by Sycamore Drive. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Take three. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Um, um, Apple fucking Boulevard. I don't know. <laughs> Apple fucking Boulevard. <laughs> welcome to Welcome to Philville. <laughs> welcome to We're going to fucking bed. <laughs> Where you you stop and ask someone for directions, and everyone's like, I don't fucking know. Just throw an apple at you. Go to bed. <laughs> Jerry hey, fucking Lane Man. Fuck off. <laughs> hey, you want to close this one out, Phil? Um, as your your favorite horror movie character thing. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't all fucking right. know. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Um, all right. So until next time. Who was everybody? I was the, the merfolk from Cabin in the Woods. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's good. I like that. Phil? Pass. all right you and i took the same route where it's like just do a funny voice i guess (laughs) just do funny do funny voice (laughs) thanks for coming on phil yeah man you got anything to plug um yeah i got a a a buddy of mine who does a uh a podcast he's a a person who i've run a few D D games for and um if you like 
old literary literary podcast he does something called between lewis and lovecraft which um he he kind of explores um early 19th century or i guess early 20th century authors um not a whole lot of like uh, baby yoda dick or anything like that but <laughs> if if you like a more like proper well done um is he, is he looking at the corner of the pervert market because that's oh, what yeah. he's getting <laughs> yeah <laughs> If if you are in that Venn diagram between pervert and and literary literary connoisseur, then you know between Lewis and Lovecraft might be for you. I like to hop on Palace Chat every now and then and discuss the finer works of H.P. Lovecraft. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did have um, a colleague of mine who saw my sharing of the episode of of Dungeon Master yeah. and and saw the first <laughs> that's the way to start a podcast <laughs> <laughs> and he was like afterwards today i saw him at one of the high school basketball games is like fucking baby dota baby yoda dick man all right <laughs> you, got some, you got some weird friends <laughs> i want to make a bumper sticker that says baby yoda dick man all right <laughs> end quote phil's co-worker 2019 <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, uh, also, uh, you remember that video that I was on with Chocto? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That didn't come out. (laughs) So uh, it might be out this week. (laughs) He sent me a message like, this is trash. I'm sorry. Can't use it. Uh, No, he sent me a message saying he had to bump it because some Smash Brothers stuff came up. Uh, So that should be available on uh, Choctopus's YouTube this week, unless uh-huh. he messages me again, it says, "I'm sorry, it's trash." So I want, it. I want to publish content that's going to make me money. So, I'm, so <laughs> right, not this week. I'll let you know. Sorry, people. Whenever are, I have enough money, I'll let you know. People are knocking on my door for some Dave content. <laughs> <laughs> I would hear about Luigi, motherfucker, not some dude named Dave. <laughs> Dave, the fourth Mario brother after Mario, Luigi, and Cario. Cario. <laughs> It's a me, Dave. Dave. <laughs> All right. So again, thank you very much, Phil, for coming on. Despite the fact that I'm, I'm a sleepy boy, I had, had a good time, and I'm glad you could join us. You made it. You made it. I appreciate it, and I'm glad the uh, the randomizer gave me a reprieve from next week. <laughs> oh, it's weird. On the spreadsheet, I've got your name next to Saban's Power Ranger I'll see you guys tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. Yeah. Oh, boy.